Welcome to Here and Back Again. I am David O'Callaghan and this is a podcast looking at all things releasing weekly on streaming and in cinema with a bit of music, well more music this week, and pop culture chats thrown in. Well we're going to go full rogue, full on rogue this week and I'm flipping everything on its head and we're going to be chatting about this week's various releases in reverse to our usual order. So starting with music and a lot of you may know why because it's basically a week of musical insanity. Let's begin there. So after her critically acclaimed uh, lockdown hipster folk albums, Taylor Swift finally returns to her pop roots with her 10th studio album Midnights. Uh, the world is holding its breath and it's extremely exciting time. So Taylor Swift, new album, Hurrah. Going head to head with Tay Tay are the Arctic Monkeys with their seventh studio album, uh, The Car. Uh, a lot of folks, the, you know, the Arctic Monkeys, for me, are hit and miss. They can be brilliant, they can be not so brilliant. But the early buzz on this one is that they are back with a bang and it's getting very, very favourable and insane reviews. So that is Dakar from the Arctic Monkeys going head-to-head with Tay-Tay. Other albums coming out. The Canadians also are coming, by the way. The amazing Carly Rae Jespin releases her fifth album, The Loneliest Time, and this one is a pop gem. Uh, Much like her previous album, Dedicated, anyone who thinks Call Me Maybe is her only song, oh boy, are you absolutely misguided uh, you need to get out there and listen to these albums that is Carly Rae Jespin which who has a new album The Loneliest Time her duet with Rufus Wainwright is disco-tastic oh my god a beautiful thing other indie pop Canadians we have Tegan and Sarah also returning with their 10th album Cry Baby and it's just non-stop it's just albums I won't have too many things to listen to this week never mind watch um, it's so mad oh by the way London spoken word slash alt-rock ledges dry cleaning return with their new album Stump Work yeah so like just go listen to music forget watching anything just walk around town and have a listen and there you go some absolutely brilliant and fantastic new releases there in the music world and they're only the ones I give a damn about because I'm sure there's plenty others but they're the ones that catch my ears or my eyes yes it's definitely going to be taylor swift's weekend but plenty of other options there for you to listen to right keeping up the reverse order trend let's now have a look at this week's cinema releases now if i've done something to you just tell me what i've done to you when you didn't do anything to me i just don't like you no more you liked me yesterday why does he not want to be friends with you no more? Why is he 12? What the hell's going on with you, me feckin' brother? He's dull, Siobhan. But he's always been dull. The other night, two hours, you spent talking to me about the things you found in your little donkey shite that day. Well, it wasn't me little donkey shite, it was me pony shite, which shows how much you were listening. First up this week, we have the Banshees of Inisherin on a remote island off the coast of Ireland. Porrick is devastated when his buddy Colum suddenly puts an end to their lifelong friendship. With the help from his sister and a troubled young islander, Pork sets out to repair the damaged relationship by any means necessary. Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, Barry Keown and Kerry Condon star in this beautifully disturbing, I mean, disturbing is the word, darkly comic and absolutely haunting movie from Martin McDonough of In Bruges and Three Billboards fame. It's, listen, it's an absolute must-see stunning performances and yes while i know brendan gleason and colin farrell are all getting the hype and deservedly so i just want to shout out barry Cohen's performance which is to me a career-defining supporting role it's tragic and amazing and he's just unbelievable but the whole movie is astonishing and i would highly highly recommend it so that is the banshees of inisherin my son sacrificed his life to save me 
darkest powers are not a gift, but a curse. Born out of rage. From a movie that will invade your thought processes and provoke you emotionally to one that, well, needs no thoughts, no brains, or no incisive analysis from me. DC's Black Adam is released and features The Rock as the super-powered anti-hero in this, how would you say it simply, it's a big, dumb, fun movie. I'm not here to mock it. But I am here to embrace it. This fits into the DC nonsense universe inhabited by Aquaman, Shazam and Wonder Woman as opposed to the highbrow artsy DC of The Batman and The Joker. But most folks will be aware of that from the trailer and the fact that The Rock is the lead. Basically, in a year of, you know, we're short on huge, obnoxious, lowbrow box office IP, you gotta welcome this with open arms. It feels like, yes, you know, it's a setup for something else. Yeah, it basically steals every predictable trope from every other superhero movie. And yes, its final third act is the usual DC CGI hot mess with another absolutely crap CGI villain. But... I'm going to say that the first two thirds I thoroughly enjoyed. The whole anti-hero thing, I thought The Rock played that really well and was a very interesting take. And I did like the Justice Society. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not embarrassed. I really enjoyed them and I thought Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate, who's kind of like the original Doctor Strange over in the Marvel Universe, but in the DC, uh, I thought he was very good. Anyway, give me big, loud, dumb fun on a big screen, especially when it's lashing rain outside. I mean, with all its flaws, and yes, there are many. So that is Black Adam, now in cinemas. Oh, and yes, for anybody who's in any way interested, there is one single post credit scene in Black Adam. And finally, for movies, Decision to Leave is the new movie from Park Chan-wook, brilliant South Korean director who gave us Old Boy, Sympathy for Mr. Vengeance and Handmaiden. Basically, a Busan police detective is confronted with a new crime scene, uh, the corpse of a wealthy man shattered at the foot of a a mighty mountain in circumstances that seem uh, quite suspicious. As he begins to question the man's beautiful and an enigmatic widow, cop finds himself increasingly fixated on the case and, yes, on her. Full-on Hitchcock vibe going with this one more iconic cinema from this absolute ledge of a director that is decision to leave now in cinemas by the way anyone who is a henry Selleck fan he of nightmare for christmas and Coraline stop motion movie fame yes i will be talking in full about wendell and wild next week as it's released on netflix but there is a limited release in cinemas this week for the movie and it's got to be seen on the big screen if you get the chance so if it's near you do it wendell wild coming from henry Selleck and jordan peele why wouldn't you but we'll talk about that fully next week But what about streaming? The weather is absolutely muck outside and you want to lock yourself up for the weekend and binge whatever the hell you got. So sit back, relax, and let's see what streaming has to offer us this week. It's happening. This is it! This is real! We've been expecting you. The School for Good and Evil. Where the true story behind every great fairy tale begins. The school for good trains the heroes. The school for evil, the villains. You're trying to tell me that Snow White and Cinderella and Jack and the Beanstalk were real? 
The School for Good and Evil on Netflix is a fantasy film directed by Paul Feig and is based on the 2013 novel of the same name by Saman Chainani. The film stars Kerry Washington, Charlize Theron, Lawrence Fishburne and Michelle Yeoh and tells the story of best friends Sophie and Agatha who find themselves on opposing sides of an epic battle when they're swept away into an enchanted school where aspiring heroes and villains are trained to protect the balance between good and evil. Uh, Listen, I'm all in for this. A huge fan of the books. They're kind of a teeny YA series. And it's either going to be a truly awful movie or a decent, you know, half-decent stab of an effort. Ultimately, though, whatever happens, I think loads of people are going to bail into the books. There's six in the series. And listen, hopefully, you know, please be half-decent. That's all I ask for. That is The School for Good and Evil on Netflix. You're inside what we call a peripheral. What do you mean? You think this is a game. But it's real. It just hasn't happened yet. The peripheral on Prime Video centres on Flynn Fisher, played by Chloe Grace Moretz, a woman trying to hold together the pieces of her broken family in a forgotten corner of tomorrow's America, who gets an unexpected opportunity to escape to a far more exciting life via an experimental new virtual reality device. It is based on William Gibson's sci-fi novel and comes to us from the Westworld team and creators Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan. Jack Rayner also stars and new episodes will stream weekly and there should be plenty of material for future seasons if it is actually any good because Gibson's book is basically part of a trilogy. So that's the new series The Peripheral now on Prime Video. Oh, for all you out there waiting, you know who you are. Love is Blind is back for season three. Hosts Nick and Vanessa return for the newest chapter of the dating experiment, which will introduce fans to singles willing to date and possibly get engaged, sight unseen. This season's singles are residents of Dallas. Yes, I can hear the people on the streets rejoicing already. So that is Love is Blind, season three, now available on Netflix. And from one horror to another, 28 Days Haunted is a reality show which sees three teams spend 28 days in some of the most haunted locations in the United States for an experiment based on the theories of paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yes, the conjuring folks. Very creepy, very Derek Akora on steroids. Very exciting. That is 28 Days Haunted, now on Netflix. Descendant on Netflix tells the story of the Clotilda, the last known ship to smuggle stolen Africans to America, the unthinkable cover-up and the impact of that crime on generations of descendants now living in Africatown. The ship arrived in America 40 years after African slave trading became a capital offence. It was promptly burnt and its existence denied. But now, descendants of the enslaved Africans on this illegal ship that arrived in Alabama in 1860 seek justice and the healing when the craft's remains are discovered. This documentary has had its world premiere at the Sundance Film Festival in January and won the US Special Jury Award for Creative Vision. This brand new documentary is definitely worth your time and is now available on Netflix and that is Descendant. Our father is dead. His last wish was that his sons attend his funeral. We don't have to go. He's dead. He'll never know. You're a very tender man, you know that? Okay, your father's last will. It was his wish that you dig his grave. What? 
Raymond and Ray on Apple TV Plus stars Ewan McGregor and Ethan Hawke who play estranged half-brothers who reunite at their father's funeral in this darkly comedic drama from Rodrigo Garcia. Together they process who they've become as men both because of their father and in spite of him. Looks quite fun and listen, Ethan Hawke, Ewan McGregor, get out of it. Of course you're going to watch it. That is Raymond and Ray on Apple TV Plus. The Stranger on Netflix is a tense Australian thriller starring Joel Egerton and Sean Harris, which premiered at the Cannes Film Festival earlier this year. This psychological crime film has been getting absolute raves ever since, including a five-star review in The Guardian. So not to be confused with the earlier series, The Stranger, that was also on Netflix. This is the movie, the Australian movie, The Stranger, which is also now on Netflix. From Scratch on Netflix stars Zoe Saldana and Eugenio Mastrandrea uh, and they head the cast for this eight episode adaptation of the memoir by Tembi Locke. Um, the miniseries follows an American student who becomes romantically involved with a Sicilian chef while studying abroad and eventually relocates with him to Los Angeles. And then it all kicks off. Giving off kind of Emily no longer in Paris vibes but more dramedy than comedy uh, this rom-com series looks sweet and maybe definitely worth a know so that's from scratch on netflix do you think you know this world you're in i've seen things you haven't you know how it feels to be powerless to be a pawn in someone else's game things it makes you do what does it feel like to be a king gangs of london season two is now on now tv and is a series that was created by garth evans best known for his raid action movies and also with matt flannery the city of london is being torn apart by the turbulent power struggles of the international gangs that control it as well as the sudden power vacuum that's created when the head of london's most powerful crime family is assassinated oh you know what you're getting here and anybody who bailed into season one you know it was a enjoyable romp as they say with all the violence in the world uh, so the hype machine has been in overdrive for season two and it's now gone into massive overload as it has arrived with a mostly new cast so yeah let's see if lightning can strike twice with this one so that is gangs of london season two on now tv Next up, we have Acapulco Season 2 on Apple TV+. Plus. This critically acclaimed bilingual comedy series is returning and, you know, people are excited. This partly set in the 1980s and revolves around 20-something Maximo, whose dreams come true when he gets the job of a lifetime at the hottest resort, Las Colinas. However, he soon re- realises that working there will be far more complicated than he ever imagined. It has its fans out there on Apple TV+. Plus. That's Acapulco Season 2. And season three of Ghost Rider also turns up on Apple TV Plus this week. Basically, new friends Nia, Samir and Charlie explore the mystery and magic of their local bookstore in this quite family-friendly series. And again, if you watched the first two, yeah, here's series three for you. So that is Ghost Rider season three on Apple TV Plus. I hardly know what to say myself. I hear you're looking for a governess. We are. Your family has a reputation. Your children. Are they Christian? Some blame Chapel Wake for the illness in town. The boons are surrounded by misfortune. Father, are we safe here? 
once the people see that there's nothing to fear, this animosity will diminish. Unless there is something to fear. New series Chapelweight on Paramount Plus sees Adrian Brody and Emily Hampshire lead this horror series, which is a gothic mystery tale wherein the 1850s Captain Charles Boone relocates his family to his ancestral home in the small, sleepy town of Preacher's Corner in Maine. Charles will soon have to confront the secrets of his family's history, very dodgy, and fight to end the darkness. Chapelweight is an American horror television series that is based on the short story Jerusalem's Lost by American writer. Writer Stephen King and it itself is a prequel to his infamous Salem's Lot novel. Uh, yeah, as you can imagine, it's downright creepy and somewhat disturbing. With <laughs> actually has many disturbing scenes, but we love it. It's Chapelweight. It's now on Paramount Plus. And as we round up this week's streaming, let's now have a look at some foreign dramas that are dropping this week. Notre Dame uh, is on Netflix and this limited series is inspired by true accounts from French firefighters as this drama explores the impact of the 2019 fire in Notre Dame uh, on a diverse group of Parisians. Looks really, really interesting and really, really good. So that is Notre Dame on Netflix. Argentina 1985 is on Prime Video. This is a series inspired by the true story of public prosecutors Julio Strasera and Luis Marina Ocampo, who investigated and prosecuted Argentina's bloodiest military dictatorship in 1985. Undeterred by the military's still considerable influence within their fragile new democracy, Chacera and Marino Ocampo assemble a young legal team of unlikely heroes for their David versus Goliath battle. Absolutely fascinating looking and looks like it's well worth a nose. So that is Argentina 1985 on Prime Video. 20th Century Girl on Netflix is a highly anticipated Korean movie and is set in 1999 and tells the story of a teen girl who keeps close tabs on a boy in school on behalf of her deeply smitten best friend. Then, of course, she gets swept up in it all and her own love story develops. This YA rom-com follows the first love and friendships of a high school student and has lots of fans out there waiting bated breath for it. So that is 20th Century Girl now on Netflix. Barbarians Season 2 on Netflix is a German historical war drama television series. As it's Season 2, you know what you're getting. Torn between the mighty empire that raised him and his own tribal people, a Roman officer's conflicted allegiances lead to an epic historical clash. Again, has its fans out there, else why would there be a Season 2? So that is Barbarians, the German historical drama on Netflix. Modern Love Tokyo is a seven-episode romantic comedy anthology series. Each story depicts various forms of love in a variety of expressive ways. We've come used to this series on Prime Video. This is the third in the season. Yeah, I'll be all intrigued to see what happens on this one. So that is Modern Love Tokyo on Prime Video. And finally, in the foreign series section, we have... The Green Glove Gang on Netflix. After a failed robbery, a gang of three noble thieves, Zuza, Kinga and Alicia, hide in a quiet nursing home. While the police are on their heels, the gang continues their activities at the centre of it all, while giving its elderly residents a second chance at use. This eight-episode Polish dark comedy has been getting quite a lot of buzz recently, and you know what, if there's any Richard Osman fans out there who love their old, uh, <laughs> old folks' home crime, well, this might be one for you. So that is The Green Glove Gang on Netflix. And last up on streaming this week, we have Joyride on Paramount+. Plus. You may remember earlier this year, this was released in cinemas, um, but is now arriving on streaming. Joyride, it stars Olivia Coleman as a mother who finds herself on a road trip with a teen who nicks the taxi she was riding in. Their relationship, obviously quite antagonistic at the beginning, and as you can imagine, the bonding 
begins as they move across Ireland. So that's Joyroid now on Paramount+. Plus. And that is that. Under the banner of three things we learnt in pop culture this week, I'm going to go meh. No, there's absolutely, it's talk about snooze fest, tumbleweed, not even worth talking about. So do you know what? Let's just wrap up there. There's a lot of music. There's a lot of movies. There's just a lot of stuff to do. So this is David O'Callaghan for the Here and Back Again podcast, wishing you all the best. And until next week, stay safe and binge happy. And so we meet again, weary traveller. You're still out there, always hungry for something new, something more, despite the fact you've been given enough homework to last your lifetime. But hey, maybe you're in the mood for something chilled, but that will also sort out your sci-fi cravings. Well, then how about in this week's In Case You Missed It, we look at two of the best pieces of what I'd like to call subtle sci-fi you'll find out on streaming out there. The Vast of Night is the first one up in the twilights of the 1950s on one fateful night in New Mexico, a young switchboard operator Faye and charismatic radio DJ Everett discover a strange audio frequency that could change their small town and the future forever. I absolutely adored this movie. Um, What is basically a UFO story or is it, is somehow treated by director Andrew Patterson in a completely new way, avoiding every one of those tropes that you'd expect to find, and it simply draws you in. An amazingly subtly told, beautifully shot, wonderfully acted, you know, as I said, revealing a story in an extremely slow burn, but you're kind of on the edge, and it's very addictive throughout. That is The Vast of Night, now on Prime Video, and it is definitely a keeper of a sleeper. Is that a thing? Who knows? Second up in the subtle sci-fi section, say that with another fruit pastel in your mouth, uh, Tales from the Loop is an American science fiction drama series developed and written by Nathaniel Holborn, based on the art books of the same name by Swedish artist Simon Stollenhag. As the series follows the interconnected lives of the residents in the fictional town of Mercer, Ohio, the townspeople who live above the Loop, which is a machine built to unlock and explore the mysteries of the universe, they experience things previously consigned to the realm of science fiction. Throughout the series, various characters who were maybe a lead in one and suddenly appear in the background in another, or they're older, or they're just, you know, things walking in the background, you see stuff. It, there's so much going on, it's absolutely unbelievable. Um, kind of set, it's got a 60s, 80s vibe, and like the art it's based on, is absolutely beautiful to look at. It is, again, another very subtle show, and I absolutely adore it. It, Sci-fi madmen, is that a thing? I've no idea, but that's what it felt like in parts, and again, I would highly recommend it. It's not going to rush anywhere at any point, but it's absolutely beautiful, and I love it. I love it very much. Yeah, they're my two little uh, extra treats. 
No, you've probably seen them. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you hate sci-fi. But you know what? Who cares? You're only here for the crack. So that is Tales from the Loop and The Vast of Night, both of which are on Prime Video. And now, off you. Off you go. Into The Vast of Night. Be well. Take care. See you on the other side. Or as they say in Stony Batter. What did they say in Stony Batter? I'll have to have a think about that. Feck off. I suppose. Anyway. Bye.